Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Yeah. Giants uh, Bradbury, so that would be a nice combination if, if Gilmore is healthy. 
Um, so I think those two guys are – I'm not surprised Clowney's not in, not signed because I don't know. I just don't – I don't see it, right? I, I, I know he can play, but he just doesn't – he doesn't impact the game like you would want, right? So, um, you know, not surprised. And then Odell, just because of the injury, I thought, you know, if if he hadn't got injured in the Super Bowl – I think he would have been locked up by now, but now I think he's actually in the driver's seat to make a good situation out of this and, and probably, you know, possibly even go to uh, Green Bay or something and, and, you know, get a one-year deal, show that he could still be a number one and then cash in the following year if he wants to go that route or if he wants to go back to Los Angeles. But, yeah, I think the Honey Badger is a big surprise to me. So there's been a lot surrounding the Honey Badger, and he's been linked to a bunch mm-hmm. of teams, including my own. Um, and if mm-hmm. I can name anybody on this list that I'm shocked that is not signed yet, it has to be him followed by Bobby Wagner. Um, okay, yeah, and, sure, sure, I mean, Bobby, sure. Bobby Wagner, I mean, he's no ringing endorsement from any of us here. The man is 32, uh, is constantly on the field, and – I, I, I said on, on this network and, and in the finger food episode um, that I actually wanted Bobby Wagner above all else. Now I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad we ended up getting Miles Jack um, based off of you know age mm-hmm. and everything else, but I'm looking at production. I mean this guy is going sideline to sideline. When he hits you, you go down. Um, he's very, very intuitive, very, very good above the neck, as my comment would say. Um, definitely a green dot type of guy. Um, I think, honestly, with, with with the Honey Badger, I think fit matters, and I think that he's kind of waiting on the best possible fit. Um, I'm not ruling out the idea of him potentially returning back to Kansas City. Um, I, I just, I just the, the, the Chiefs have a lot of holes to now fill, um, on on mm-hmm. that defense, um, and honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked they let him out the building, to be painfully honest with you. I'm shocked they let him out the right. building. Um, and so I do think that it won't be, be too long before he finds his way onto a roster. I would love to see him in Pittsburgh, obviously. Um, but we'll see another name on this list uh, that kind of, I don't want to say it's shocking to me, is Julio Jones. And I know his injury okay. um, situation is what's driving this. Um, but if you bring in a Julio Jones to be a number two, um, a number three receiver, um, I think that he's just going to be that big of a tremendous asset to a team. I'm looking at Tampa Bay. Um, again, Pittsburgh comes to mind. Um, mm. Green Bay comes to mind. Kansas City comes to mind. Um, hell, if, if, you know what I, I was thinking though. Serious? Yeah. What would you say? Go ahead. I, 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 I was thinking Baltimore. Mm. You know. Baltimore, you know what I was thinking but, though. But, serious. Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was thinking the Colts. I was thinking the Colts. They could use a number one. Back over Matt Lyon. Yeah. I, that, 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 that's really not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, when you look at the com- and, and the chemistry that he and, and that Ryan had in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, they need mm-hmm. a number one, and you pair him with, with, with Campbell and that running game. And, um, again, mm-hmm. the, the, the biggest thing with him is, is, is his health. You know, I, right, I right. thought that he would work in Tennessee um, because, again, you got the running game. You've got A.J. Brown. you got – you know, the tight ends or whatever case may be. But, again, he can't stay healthy. And, you know, same can be said right now for Odell. You know, again, I saw something on uh, social media where Jalen Ramsey said that he honestly thought that Odell had the trajectory of being the MVP of that Super Bowl if he didn't get hurt because (laughs) that brother was cooking, you know. And um, Mm -hmm. so I still think he has it. Um, but we'll 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 see, man. Call the number is nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Uh here with Sports City, the front office show talking all things free agency and all season. Um another thing I wanted to get to before we kinda you know pop open this this main dish, um is indeed 
you know, the combine and kind of what's going on with with free agency and, and looking ahead to the draft. Uh, we did a draft kind of show a little bit uh, last time we was on air two weeks ago. Um, but I kind of wanted to kind of get your position on, on, on a couple names and see if you had the needle tilted either direction for what the Giants, you know, wanted to do as a draft. I mean, have you done your, your mock draft for the Giants yet, or are you kind of waiting until until later on? <laughs> well, you know, Billy, I don't do mock drafts. Like, I, you know, I, I, I read them. It pisses me off a lot. Um, you know, it, it kind of fluctuates, right? No, because seriously, because, like, one day, like, he'll have the Giants getting alignment and a, a defense alignment and an offense alignment. Then he'll flip and say, no, they're going to get a, a safety in alignment. Then he's like, no, it's going to be a corner. And it's like, dude, I, I know what mm-hmm. I want, okay? I, I think the, the, um, Thibodeau from Oregon might drop. There's, there's questions. I don't know if you've seen it, right, Sirius? Like, I don't know if it's about his motor or, um, like, I think it was what I've seen is, like, they're saying that he doesn't have um, the necessary moves in in the in in the trenches to get off blocks and mm-hmm. like to get off blocks quickly and to make it like you know like T.J. Watt can get off a block in less than a second, right? Like probably yeah, yeah. a one to two seconds, he's off of a block. They say Thibodeau can't yeah. do that. He doesn't. He hasn't developed those moves yet. So now his stock is dropping just a hair that the Giants. If he falls to five, the Giants have to take him, right? Like, they can't let him back. And then now they're saying that the two big tackles, Neil and um, – I always butcher his name, serious. The kid um, that everybody uh, loves. From, from NC State. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from NC State, yeah. Yeah, I hate saying his yeah, name. Yeah. I apologize. He, I, I apologize. But, like, they say that Neil like, – Aquanawu, I, I, I don't want to – I can't uh, – He's he's definitely like top. He won't pass. He won't go past three. So then that Neil might, and you know if the Jets for some reason pass on him for the safety or um, Hamilton from Notre Dame, Neil might be there at five. Those are the two guys I want. Now they're talking about corners. Mm-hmm. There was a corner I can't remember his name um, that his stock really rose because of the combine. But it, yeah, and yeah. now that the Giants are are moving from Bradbury not officially, but they're actively shopping him, that they're thinking they might just replace him with a corner in the top top ten. I hope not. I really don't. I think you can find a solid corner in the second round. I think you really need to address the offense and defensive line. Um, I think that's right. where they have to go. And if they, Like, if the Steelers had that top ten pick, you would be the same way. You would definitely want an offensive lineman, whoever's the best available. Right? Yeah. So, I think that's what the I Giants want that now at 20. I want that now at twenty. So you, so, so you don't, so you you don't sign up for drafting Malik and stashing him for a year or two behind Trubisky. You want the lineman. No, I, no, I don't. Because the thing is, whether whether we draft Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or Ritt or whatever, mm-hmm. that guy is not going to see the field at all year one, at all. Right. Um, right. And so my thing is, draft the offensive lineman, somebody who can help you right now. Draft the defensive lineman, somebody who can help you right now. Uh, if, if you go linebacker, uh, draft somebody that can come in and make an impact play right now. Um, and then again, we're gonna ride with Trubisky or Mason Rudolph, and you know, if we if 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 he fall on our face, we fall on our face. I do I do believe, and again, mm-hmm. if, you know, listen to, to me, what me and my dad talked about, I do believe we address the quarterback position in this draft. I, I really do believe we address right. that. Um, okay. And, you know, and, and, and kind of stash him away um, for, 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 for a rainy day. The, the thing that, you know, kind of helps us is the fact that we were very, very active. Um, and free agency during that tampering period, and we, we got Mr. Bisky, we got Mason Rudolph locked up for another year, and we got Dwayne Haskins um, mm-hmm. there for another year or two as well. So um, all things created equal and keeping everything on the up and up is very, very unlikely, especially if Mason Rudolph loses the starting job to 
uh, Mr. Bisky that he won't resign. He won't be back for next year, so he'll be gone. Mm-hmm. You can only you know pick up the option on a Dwayne Haskins, I think, for one more year, um, and then mm-hmm. he'll be either you know testing free agency or you know one opportunity to play. So the quarterback room is going to be there regardless. Um, so I think honestly we address it. We kind of give him a red shirt or whatever the case may be. You know he'll be a, a, a scout quarterback and whatever. The guy I really <laughs> want is Justin Ritter out of Cincinnati. That, that that's actually the guy I want. Right. I think that we could be able to get him and in the third round, um, depending upon how the board kind of shapes itself. Um, but I want to use our first two rounds on either offensive line, defensive line. Uh, wide receiver. I mean, that, that's the area of need uh, for us with, you know, two guys going to different teams and James Washington and Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, that, that, that room mm-hmm. is very, very bare. Also, Ray-Ray McLeod uh, left to go to San Fran, I believe. Um, so we have uh, a gaping need um, in that wide receiver room. And if you look at how this draft is shaping up in the, in the men that are going to be available available to us via this draft is very wide receiver heavy, mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm yeah, not sure yeah, if you guys remember or know. Wide receiver draft, right? We've cracked the code on drafting wide receivers. We we do it better than anybody. So mm-hmm. um, whomever, no, whomever, respect to that, respect to that. Whomever comes in the building, uh, you know, are, are going to be expected to you know produce and. I think, you know, before Kevin Colbert hangs him up, I, I think he's definitely going to get us somebody who we could possibly use. Call the number is 929-477-2759. you got the next 47 minutes with your boys here at Sports City. Um, Dylan, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, pop the top on this situation, man. I think that um, I, I have waited long enough. The first thing I'm going to talk about um, is this new overtime rule. Um to those okay. of you guys who may have been under a rock for a little bit, the, the owners and the NFL did approve the overtime rule in postseason to where two teams are able to get a possession, um, i.e. the Josh Allen cry rule, if you will. Um, what's your position on it? Um, <laughs> I, I, for one, can't stand it, to be painfully honest with you, but I'm I'm, I'm going to let you bat lead off on it. Um, Give me a position on the new overtime rule. Part of me kind of sees it as being fair to give both teams a chance to score. Um, You know, I don't don't look at it as, like, you know, it's unfair to Josh Allen and the Bills that they didn't get a chance to touch the ball. Uh, But I, I feel like, you know, in a, in a crucial playoff game, I think you want to kind of even it out a little bit, you know, and give both teams kind of a chance. But in that same same breath, I and I said this after that game, we talked, we had the show, it was a great show, because we were just like, I think we spent like 40 minutes just talking about that game because it was such a great game, right? And I'm like, it's not like the Bills didn't get a chance to play defense. It's not like... You, you know, the offenses are on the field. It's a skeleton offense and no defenses out there. You do get a chance to stop the offense. If you can't stop them, tough, you know what? Like, it's sudden death for a reason. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay, it, it, a Bills fan would cry that it comes down to the, oh, it comes down to the coin toss. It's not fair. And you know what? Like, you don't get to, you don't get to, to pack up everything as the away team and drive to your stadium so that you can play that, that overtime in your building. If it's, you know what I mean? Like that, they're the, the, the away team already has a disadvantage, right? Cause you're on the road. That's the nature of playoffs, right? It, it's advantages and disadvantages. You play the whole season to get that home game. You know what I mean? Like you don't complain because, Oh, we didn't get to play. At, if we played at home, we would have won. No, that's the nature of the game. So it's the same token with sudden death. Like, dude, Okay, it's a coin toss. So what? What are we talking about here? You still get to play defense. You 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 added extra games in the regular season. You've made it longer, and then you're just extending an overtime period that could go in that can go longer than it needs to go. It could go another quarter or two. So, I 
I get it, and I'm glad it's only for playoffs, but at the end of the day, dude, you do get a chance to stop them. You, it's not totally unfair. Like, you don't get you don't get 10 on 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's – listen, it's it's the participation award. that It's driving me crazy. It's driving me nuts. So, for, for, for me, I, I, I agree with you uh, a lot with this one because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you are rewarding bad behavior. <laughs> yes. And for, yes. for, 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 for me – I cannot honestly stand that. Like, I mean, let's keep it a buck, okay? Since the whole, mm-hmm. you know, Buffalo Bills, you know, Kansas City Chiefs situation took place, okay, the Buffalo Bills had the lead and played bad defense. Right. Okay? And allowed Kansas City to get in position, okay? And for Buffalo Bills fans who want to – throw a hissy fit and moan about uh, not getting an opportunity. The Cincinnati Bengals went into Arrowhead, lost a coin flip, and found a way to get the defensive stop and get themselves into a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So to your point, you have to play defense. It can, and, and, and it does. As a matter of fact, the Cincinnati Bengals went on the road to, to the Tennessee Titans and did the same damn thing. Turn, turn, turn Ryan yeah. Daniel over, went down, and got themselves into the next round. So for, for, for Buffalo Bills fans who want to, you know, get on their soapbox and cry and moan, you know, for, for, for L.A. Chargers fans who want to get on their soapbox and cry and moan because you lost to the high-powered Kansas City Chiefs and you didn't get an opportunity to, to touch the ball, go play defense. You, know you had seven seconds to play defense. You had seven seconds. Again. Seven seconds. Well, it was longer than that. Seven seconds defense. Like, come on, man. Yeah, it was 13. Yeah. It was 13, but still. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, this fool, in my opinion, rewards bad behavior. You know, mm-hmm. I understand that you want things to be fair and equal and, and all of that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Once again, defense is a play – to defend, offenses are paid to go score. And yeah. for whatever reason, the Buffalo Bills didn't play defense for a span of 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They lost the game in a span of 10 minutes. Like, I'm not I'm not negating what Josh Allen did, what, what he went out there and did, what was spectacular. I'm not negating, you know, any of, any of that. You know what I'm saying? But right. at the end of the day, your defense did you dirty because all you had to do – was stop them for 13 seconds or, you know, stop them in the overtime, you get the ball. Uh, Here's here's the thing. I wonder Mm -hmm. if if the shoe was on the other foot and the Buffalo Bills got the ball, went down and scored, would this rule change? Would there be so much fuss and and anguish about it? But because the Buffalo Bills didn't get this, it didn't go their way, we have a problem. And keep in mind, this is the same postseason where the AFC representative did it on defense. They did it on defense twice. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, again, they miss you with that, man. They miss you with that. And I hate the fact that we, you know, every year they, they want to go in and change the rule and they, you know, want to make it more like college. And, you know, I do mm-hmm. agree with the simple fact that the sudden death aspect of things, you know, going down and kicking a field goal, uh, again, there's, 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 there's Justin Tuckers in this world that can bang 60-yarders, you know what I'm saying? I, I get it. You know, and make, right. make it be a touchdown. Um, but I, w- I would have left it alone after that, you know. Right. You got to defend, you know, 99, you know, some odd yards of grass. Uh, go defend go, go defend your grass. I mean, if, if, if somebody comes down and just mops you down or whatever, I mean, that's on the defense. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm right. Figure it out. Call the numbers nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Get the next thirty five minutes with your boys here at Sports City. Um, the other thing that took place um, in these owners' meetings was the, I guess, adjustment, if you will, 
or the clarification <laughs> um, uh, of the Rooney rule. Um, right. Once again, villain, I think it was um, a great attempt, um, but I think this is, is going to really fall by the wayside and not be executed in the way in which it was intended. Uh, the, the new uh, addition is that they are now required to have one minority assistant, and the Rooney Rule is now uh, extended to, to female candidate. Um, villain, for me, once again, my thing is this, and I, I've said this time and time again on, on this network and, and others, there is no repercussion, in my opinion, for owners failing to abide by this. There's no repercussion. Um, they did say that the, the interviews have to be done in person, that we can't do the Zoom thing or the text message thing. Um, but I don't see any repercussions noted for a team, an owner, a franchise not failing to adhere to these the, the, the requirements. And for me, it kind of looks like, okay, here we go. I'm going to give you another uh, another shot out, another bone. Uh, I'm going to make this gesture, but in all actuality, we're just going to say that we're going to hire somebody else based off of accolades and not necessarily um, anything else. But what's your position on this new um, addition to the running room? <sighs> I, I'm, I'm going to try to use. I'm, I'm going to try to use my words carefully. I, I'm I'm happy they see that there is a problem when we talk about it. If we didn't talk about it, there wouldn't be a problem. Okay, and this rule wouldn't have come up if Brian Flores didn't say that there is a problem. Now, the owners, the, 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 here's the thing. Affirmative action di- doesn't work, okay? This rule, even though it expands to minorities and females, which is great on the surface, doesn't fix the problem that my, the owners don't admit that there's a problem, okay? They won't it, openly admit that there's a problem, and there's no one that asks the owners point blank to their face, why don't you hire minorities? And owners don't have to answer that question because they run the league. There's 30 owners that are are white men or white females, what have you, but what have you. One technically minority owner in in Con in Jacksonville and then the Green Bay Packers are—they don't really have an owner. They're, you know, they're a stake, right? They have a, everybody in the town basically owns a piece of the Packers, blah blah blah, right? But the owners don't have to answer the question because no, they don't have anybody over them. They are the overseers, okay? And I use that word blank, point blankly. They're the overseer, office to office overseer, right? They're the ones. They make the rules. So they're coming out with this rule, fine, that you have to have now, okay, fine, we'll give them, a, we'll give them one. We'll, get, we'll give them an offensive assistant. This is like, okay, all right, fine, slavery's bad, we'll abolish it, but we'll keep Jim Crow. All right, Jim Crow's bad, but we have segregation. All right, segregation's bad, all right, we'll, we'll figure something else out. We'll take their voting rights away from them, or, you know, we'll make it harder for them to vote. But there's still a problem that nobody wants to admit to and everybody's afraid to admit to it, and, and, no, and the owners don't have to answer the questions. They have this rule that comes out, but they don't, they're not on the front lines answering the question, well, why do you feel the need to have this rule? And why does it have to be an offensive assistant that works closely with the head coach and offensive? Like, it's, it's, it just drops in the bucket, and it's like acquiescing in little bits instead of really saying, all right, we really do have a problem. And we really need to fix it. It's just like, all right, let's just give them, let's just give them a piece. We won't give them the, the whole, the, you know what I mean? Like, we'll give them a sliver of the mountain, but we won't give them the whole mountain. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, it's not going to work. It never will. 
until we have right. minority ownership and we and we until these owners admit there's a problem. Well see and and, and that's just the thing. I heard I heard it put this way. You know, we really are not gonna see the change that that is needed until we actually have a seat at, at, at the actual table. You know what I'm saying? And so, not a seat. Seats. Seats. Yes, yes, yes. So for for, for 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 me, I look at it like this. It's great that you know we got the Mike Tomlins and, and the Brian Flores in the league, and um, I, I I do agree with the attempt. But the problem with this attempt is it was really, in my opinion half-cocked, if you will, because there was nobody in the owners' meetings that looked like us, talked like us, act like us, that can advise them on how to best serve us and how to get this particular situation correct, you know. And, again, there is still no repercussions or ramifications behind a failure to abide by these new guidelines in these rules. There's always going to be a way of opting out of it or getting around it, you know, or whatever the case may be. Um, Mm -hmm. And and it's very, very frustrating. Very, very, very very frustrating. Again, we've come far. I I will say this, you know, as as African-American male, we've come very, very far. But we've got to get to a point where we are sitting – and, 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 and the seats where we can le- le- legitimately affect change. We can legitimately get more minorities and, and people of color and, and, and women to, to, to have a voice mm-hmm. in these particular decision-making processes. Like the, 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 the players' committee is one thing, but these are owners. These are, right. are, 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 are GMs. Um, and, and, and these particular meetings, and literally, Tom can't be the voice for 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 all of us. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry that 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 can't be. So it, it's unfortunate that you know. Again, we kind of see how this is going to trend. Um, I do, I do applaud the mm-hmm. NFL for making an attempt. I, I will I will give them that. Um, sure. I, I do applaud they, them. But for, did they have a for, choice? For, they, they, again, they, they did it because, the, like, like, like you alluded to, the, the spotlight is on them. Like, the fire is on mm-hmm. them. Brian Flores has, has launched, you know, complaints and, and, and cases uh, against the league and uh, against, you know, malpractices and things of that nature. So now mm-hmm. that the spotlight is on them, okay, well, let's, let's make a change. Let's include women. Let's include, you know, let, let's create a, a position uh, that can only be occupied by this particular demographic. You know what I'm yeah, saying? how does like, that help? Jesus. How does like how does that I, help? I, I, though? You know, I, 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 don't I, think. I, I yeah, Marie. Like, so this is this, everybody knows that this position is in place for minorities and women. Like, so Correct. what level of respect will this position get? Like, it's not exactly. a fair position. White white candidates can't go for this position. So, you know what I mean? Like, there's, Correct. it's like you get you get a part of the plantation. Exactly. You get the porch. Exactly. You don't get to sit in the house. You get the porch, and that's your right. porch. You don't have to go in the outhouse with the others, but you get a porch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's ridiculous. It doesn't, and to double click on what you said, dude, like, we don't have a place at the table to negotiate this. You guys made this up. Like, you didn't ask us what we wanted. You didn't ask us how we felt. You didn't ask us anything. You just said, all right, give them this position that's only occupied by them so that everybody knows that this position is made just for these people. It's BS. Right. And, and, and guess right. what? I was wrong. Who was the only owner that came out and spoke about this rule after it was implemented? Your owner. Art Roney yep. II. Why? Because he's the only one with the balls to come out and say that this is wrong. Like, this whole situation with minority hiring is wrong. He's the only one that's been saying it. And his father's the one that started the rule. That's it. It's yeah. not 
Yeah. Dude, it's not helping. It's not helping. We still we have a we have like we have a kitty table. That's it. That's all we have. We don't have yeah. a seat at the table. Yeah. We have the kitty table next to the big table. We were we 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 were throwing a bone. We they, they they threw us a bone, and we're supposed to take they, they we're supposed to take this bone and be happy with them throwing us yeah. a bone. Yeah. No, bro, that that's that, that that's not okay. That that is not okay. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not too sure. You know, and you know, keeping and keeping fairness and keeping everything on the up and up. I'm not too sure that you know we're gonna get a seat. At, I, I don't know how a seat at the table would have been created. Like, are you just gonna you know start bumping people out and be like, you know what? Let's let, let, let's get a brother in here. Let's get a sister in here. I, I'm I'm not too sure how that's gonna work, but they they, they need right. to figure it out and they need to figure it out quickly, man. Call the number is nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Um, here with Sports City Chefs, man. We got the next 24 minutes with us. And I, I, I wanted to switch gears a little bit, villain. Um, I wanted to play a little game with you, if you will. There has been kind of kind of back to free agency and uh, you know quarterback movement and player movement, but there's been a significant amount of moves um, this off season. And I wanted to give you a name, and I wanted to give you uh, the, the opportunity to answer me three ways and kind of give you a reason as to why, okay? So okay. I'm going to call this game, uh, this segment, Most Pressure, okay? And your choices are no pressure, 50% of the pressure, or all the pressure, okay? Okay. And I'm going to start with the one and only Aaron Rodgers, where are you at with him? Well, he's got all the pressure because yeah, yeah. Not not only did he he's hold he's held this organization hostage for for a couple years. He's he's a multiple time back to back MVPs with only his ring awards and fifty million dollars a year to show for it. Like he doesn't he hasn't gotten them a Super Bowl. They have they what lost what two or three straight. Um, championship games, and then they fell in the first round unexpectedly at home. He's got all the pressure in the world to 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 prove it and, and to prove that he is that guy. Multiple Super Bowl rings put you in a different class. I think you know. Ask John Elway and Peyton Manning. Um, Peyton Manning was one and two before he got that last Super Bowl. Now we all revere him as one of the top five quarterbacks to ever play. You know what I mean? And it took his whole career to get that second one. And we might see the same thing with Rodgers. Rodgers has to win. And you know what? He better do it this year. And, you know, it, it, it's going to be the same thing because his deal is an opt-out. He has a chance to do this all over again and hold us hostage another year. Not only his team, but us as fans, as, you know, media pundits, everybody hold us hostage for his demands. And it's ridiculous. He better start winning. And he better start winning big to, to prove that he's worth this this headache. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I I kind of like this. I'm gonna go fifty percent. Mm. Okay. And, and and here's why. You know, although what you said was very very accurate and very very well documented. You know, this guy has held the Packers hostage and everything and. He is, you know, the king of divas at the position. Right now, he has no wide receiver. He has no. He, he. I mean, his 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 cupboard is bare. Um. Mm-hmm. So, if 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 Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers go out there and lay an egg, if you will, um. Yeah. He can really look back and say, you know what, Devontae Adams is gone. You know, Randall Cobb is not mm-hmm. a number one. I lost, I lost NBS. Um, you know, Tanya's coming back off of ACL, MCL. Um, you know, Darius Smith isn't there. Um, there's a lot of out, essentially built into his excuse. Now, again, all things being equal and everything, I, I do agree with you to a certain extent. I mean, listen, you can't be the person you are and you know, claim to be the baddest quarterback on the planet and this, that, and the third, and still, um, you know, not get it done. But with how this offseason has gone for the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, 
I'm a, I, I, I have to believe they're a built-in out. Now, if they go out and, you know, land a, a DK Metcalf, who I, I've been told is potentially about to leave Seattle for either Green Bay or Kansas City, you know, then, then mm. that, that number can possibly creep up because then he has a legitimate number one target. Um, the next guy I want to talk about. Uh, hang, hang, on, hang on one second. I have, hang on one second. I, I got I to gotta bring this to Whose fault is it that these receivers left? Who's it's, fault? It's Rodgers, it? right? It's, it's Rodgers. Like, Devontae Adams decided to play with a guy that he, the, 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 the Las Vegas slash Oakland Raiders when he was there didn't even really want to bring him back. They were trying to find reasons not to bring him back. And he chose to play with that guy instead of the two-time, the reigning two-time MVP. I mean, you know what I mean? Well, like, and he would have got his money. I don't know if he would have. That, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, I honestly believe that. He said he was going to pay him. They, but my question is how? How are you going to pay your quarterback what you paid exactly. your quarterback and pay your wide receiver what, you, what, what he wanted? The only way that Devontae Adams, exactly. in my opinion, was going to get happy was to get moved to get paid. Now, again, I don't believe in my honest opinion, that mm-hmm. contrary to what Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are saying, I don't think Aaron Rodgers knew that trading Devontae Adams was on the table because, in my opinion, if you are a quarterback and you know that your star wide receiver, you know, the guy who you throw the ball mm-hmm. to, count, rely on it, and crunch time and all that type of stuff was, was getting traded, um, I'm mm-hmm. not too sure you signed that deal. Right. Yeah, I mean, they can – I, I may have been born at night, but not last night. Yeah, I, I, I'm not fooling <laughs> that. So um, I think that move took Aaron Rodgers by surprise. And at the end of the day, I don't believe that he, he knew that this was going to happen. Um, however, um, it, it's again, I, I think I, they I did. It is Rodgers, I, I really think they did. I don't know. They said it was the last dance. They said it was the last dance. I mean, I don't think they were joking. They knew either he was leaving, either Rodgers was leaving, or Adams was leaving. I think they both well, thought they I, I both guess, were leaving. I don't think, again, I have a hard time understanding that or believing that because, again, mm-hmm. they, they, they both were frustrated with the Green Bay Packers organization. They both had, came out and said, listen, you know, we're going to try to do this last thing, this last few raw here, um, because there was no inclination and no understanding that Aaron Rodgers was coming back. Because if you remember how this season started, this dude went on a 30-minute tirade in Green Bay Packers mm. organization on the press conference talking about how much he is frustrated and how much he doesn't like this person, how much he doesn't like that person. Um, so the dude, the dude was pissed. Like he, I mean, we didn't even know he was going to play this year until weeks before training camp. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So obviously – I honestly believe, and they honestly believe that, you know what, one of them, if not both of them, were going to be gone. But when they franchise tagged them and gave, you know, Rodgers the money, whatever the case may be, um, Devontae Adams was like, yo, I need I need my bread. What's going on? He's not playing on the franchise tag. Mm-hmm. He's not signing that paperwork. You know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm about to go out here and start resetting the market. Thus, the, the – <laughs> The wide receiver frenzy that took place took place. Um, mm-hmm. Another guy who I wanted to talk about uh, having, you know, the, the pressure meter, if you will, um, is the one and only uh, Dak Prescott. Is there no pressure on him? Is there half pressure on him? Or is all the pressure on Dak Prescott this next year? <sighs> part of me wants to say half. And part of me wants to say full. I'm going to go half. Um, I think I think because I think that their window is closed. Um, I think part of the problem is Jerry Jones thinks he knows what he's doing. He doesn't. First of all, first, pause. Um, <laughs> there it Cowboys is. Cowboys fans, I love you. I love you. I, I love your pain. Um, no, listen, Jerry Jones doesn't know what he's doing. He, why did you pay Cooper and Zeke Elliott? Cooper's not on the team anymore, and Zeke Elliott's an overpaid running back that can't run right now. He, he looks he looks like 
a shell of a person, right? So um, Dak is losing his weapons. He doesn't. He lost what uh, Collins, um, his his big uh, lineman. That team is getting gutted by the minute. Um, it's you know I think the pressure is on him because he got his check, right? And now he had to restructure the second year, which they knew they were going to do. And he didn't have a really good year. And I think that's trust coming back, right? I think one year back from that injury, I think you kind of expected that. I think his second year he should be better. But now he doesn't have the weapons in the offense that he he had last year. So um, I think the way he's ascended to the, the, you know, from where he was as a fourth-round pick that shouldn't have been playing his first year to where he is now to get that big contract, there should be pressure on him. But I don't think people expect the Cowboys to win, other than the fact that there's just not as much competition in the NFC, right? If you get past the Packers, the Rams, and the Bucks, that's it, right? Um, the Cowboys should yeah. be there. So but I, that's why I say it's 50-50. It's really a 50-50 grab with them. And the, that, that last reason that you just mentioned is why I believe all the pressure on that Prescott right now. Okay. Because at the end of the that's day, fair. at the end of the day, you got you got you got your bag, okay. You are mm-hmm. easily removed from your 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 injury. Um, I honestly believe that the team dumped all of this bread into you. It's time for you to to to, to get it done. You lose Amari Cooper, you know what I'm saying. You put all your chips mm-hmm. in in the C.D. Lamb and the Michael Gallup. You go sign free agent James Washington from the Steelers. You lose Cedric Wilson, but you have your offensive line. You got your you you school running backs, and in my opinion, I think that you know the coach and the quarterback are equally under the most pressure because I honestly believe that Mike McCarthy is a, is a lame duck. They can't afford to get off to a to 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 to, to a slow start. They 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 can't afford to do that, especially with what you just said a second ago. After you get past Tampa and after you get past, you know, the Rams who got news that Aaron Donald's coming back, you know, and after you get past, you know, um, the Buccaneers or whatever the case may be, you're next. You know what I'm saying? You're expected to win the NFC Leafs. Sam Al, you know, there hasn't been a repeat champion in that division for some time, but that's what's expected of you. Um, right. I, I, I think the Packers find a way to, to do something in the NFC, but that's what's expected of them. You know what I'm saying? Your defense was, was, was significantly better last year. Um, so, again, the pressure's on you. Go deliver. Um, okay. The next guy I wanted to talk about, speaking of the NFC lease, is one Carson Wentz. You know, he was traded from the Indianapolis Colts to Washington. Is there? He's on his third team in three years. Um, you know, what's going on with Carson Wentz, but is there no pressure, a little bit of pressure, 50% of pressure, or the pressure on Carson Wentz out here in the Metro? To win or to keep a, keep it, to stay in the league? Um, <laughs> you know, I mean? like, the one to be honest with you, because I, 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 I think all is the same. Like if he plays well, then he's yeah. there. If he doesn't play well, he's gone. Yeah, I mean, like, I think he's in. He's got. He's under pressure to stay in the league. Like, I think he's a hundred percent pressure to just to stay in the league. Like, you're right. Third team in, in three years. Like, he he has not looked anywhere near where he was when he was an MVP candidate, right? And then the team. I think what made it worse is that the team won a Super Bowl just without him. Right, like so, it almost was like, well, was he the reason that they were that good that year? You know what I mean? And then, and then, subsequently, he just he's kind of come down and fallen off a cliff and hasn't hasn't progress, progressed in his his career path. Like he needs, there's pressure on him just to be relevant and and to to prove that he can play in this league, let alone win. I think winning's the last thing. I think he just needs to be competent, like because he he. If he he tries to do too much and thinks that he has the arm talent to make every throw and do everything and make all these plays, he gets into trouble and loses you game. Like, he doesn't do anything to win you a game. So he has to come out and really – he has to come out and say, all right, what do I need to do 
not to prove that I can do X, Y, Z, to just win the game. You know what I mean? Like, manage the game. He has to turn into a game manager. He's not an MVP-level quarterback anymore. He he needs to be like Jimmy Garoppolo, but slightly better. Like, don't lose me the game, but if I have to do something to win it, I'll win it. Like, they rode that to the championship game and, and, you know, almost got to the Super Bowl. And Jimmy G did get to the Super Bowl with that mentality. He has to come out with the Jimmy G mentality and and stay in this league. So you're you're at a hundred percent. Yeah, he's hundred percent. He's got to prove that he can stay in this league, yeah. or he'll be he'll be yeah, in the watch of um, XFL. <laughs> I actually, I actually agree with you here. I, I think that at this point, um, Jimmy G has. Not Jimmy G. You got to talk about Jimmy G now. Carson Wentz is at 100%. He's at, he's at 100% for me. I, I, I think for me, yeah. um, I honestly believe that he is looking at the quarterback in the NFC. It's probably the fifth to seventh best quarterback in the NFC. We look at Aaron Rodgers. You got mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins, um, let's see, obviously Tom Brady, um, and, and Kylo Murray. But after you get past Kylo Murray, you know, you, you got the likes of uh, um, Jared Goff. I'm going to take Carson Wentz over Jared Goff. You got Justin Fields, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Dak Prescott. You know, he, he, he's in that bucket. So, honestly, right. for me, if you're in that bucket, and this is your third team in three years, you know, you have the easiest, according to Pro Football Talk, the easiest schedule coming out of, you know, 2022, you need to put some hand in the barn. You need to go right. out and, and, and play well and play within yourself. That's that. That's honestly, you know, I I think Carson Wentz is is, is a good guy. Now my wife is going, mm-hmm. you know, come out here and throw something and smack me in the head because she can't stand him. But I think, <laughs> I think Carson Wentz is a decent is is is, 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 is a decent guy. Um, and mm-hmm. I do believe that he's going to have the opportunity here in DC to to to, to, to play winning ball. You know, Karen McCorn is a beast. Logan. Logan Thomas is a beast. You got yourself a running back. Um, again, you're playing in the NFC East yet again, a, a division in which you know, because you were a member of the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles, so, so you know how this division is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can go out there and outdo Daniel Jones. Unfortunately, I, I think he's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. You can go out there and, you know, depending upon your mm-hmm. given particular day, you can outdo or be compatible with. Uh, a Dak Prescott because again you you, you got those feet too you, you can run with you can run with the football you know what I'm saying you can extend the play a little bit you can right. you, you can do some off script stuff um mm-hmm. so for 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 Carson Wentz I think all the pressure's on him to, to to go out there and perform um, one more before we get out of here um, just because um, he is who he is Patrick Mahomes you lose your burner. And, and Tyree Hill, mm-hmm. uh, you really don't have number one uh, besides the Travis Kelsey. You go out and sign Juju Smith-Schuster, um, mm-hmm. who is a number two. But no Kyle pressure. Kyle is a number two. <laughs> yeah. Half pressure, all the pressure on Patrick Mahomes. All the pressure's on him. All the pressure's on him. Because he, he was supposed to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady, right? He was. He's already. If you ask people, he's already in the top ten. After what four or five seasons, um, I think. I think it's going to be a tough road for him. I. I think they'll figure it out. I think that you know, TP made a great point last week uh, on the cookout that on, on uh, Wednesdays at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, Andy Reid has gone to Super Bowls with less wide receiver talent. Um, so that's not foreign to Andy Reid. But Patrick Mahomes hasn't done it, right? Patrick Mahomes hasn't gone to a Super Bowl without 
or to the playoffs without Tyree Hill. He's always had that safety blanket, that that yards after catch that makes a, a small um, a small gain into a huge game. But he'll figure it out. I think he just has to he has to adjust. I think the defense is adjusted to him, and he has to adjust back. I think he had a, a they're the reason they lost that game. All right, to the to the to the Bengals. His second half was awful. So he not only does he have to bounce back from not having Tyreek, he has to bounce back from that game. Poor, it was just a poor game for him. So he and he's never had that kind of game where you know he had the Super Bowl, but that wasn't completely his fault. He was on one foot probably, and his offensive line was horrible. But this time, it was all on him, right? Serious. He lost that game. So he's got a lot to prove. And that he and that he's not in that quote unquote Aaron Rodgers category or, or Drew Brees where he's an elite quarterback only got one Super Bowl. He you know he they want him to catch Tom Brady and get to eight. So he's got to start. He's got to prove it. So for for me, I'm going fifty percent here. And okay, I understand that Andy Reid has has made it you know to the to the to the. NFC Championship and Minutes Championship and everything with, with less. But when you are playing in the division that you're playing in, the conference that you're playing in, um, I, I'm sorry, you need to have all your horses and you need the weapons that you that, 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 that you need to have. Like Tyree Kill was a game changer. Like, you didn't have to throw this man in the ball. Just send this man on a nine route and everything opens up because all eyes right. are on time and kill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I understand what, what CP alluded to on, on last week's show, but for me, I, I just, again, when you don't have that, you can't expect to reproduce that. Like, that's, that's, rare, that, that's rare talent. That's rare speed. You know what I'm saying? Right. And what he was able to do, you know, this dude can dodge raindrops, if you will. Um, so, again, like I said for Aaron Rodgers, I think the built-in excuse is there now. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't got Tyreek Hill. Um, God didn't reproduce or get me anybody to, to, to replace that. So now I have to learn on the fly. And, you know, it's all, all eyes are on Travis Kelsey now. So, I got to rely on an inconsistent, you know, scantling. I got to rely on an inconsistent Juju Smith-Schuster. Nicole Hartman, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure he's still there, but I got to rely on, you know, second and third guys who, you know, are castaways from other teams uh, to to, to equate and to replace the talent that Tyreek Hill gave me. And I'm not too sure. Like, I'm not counting them out. Like, if you listen to, you know, NFL writers and butt scratching those. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs will be in the playoffs because, again, Andy Reid is that dude, and I do believe that he's going to figure out a way to, to, to get his team in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't think, you know, Tyree Kill is going to be easily replaced, which is why I think it's 50%. With that being said, my man, we have reached the tail end of the show, man. As, as per usual, it's always fun doing these with you, man. Go ahead and give us a plug and a closeout as you shut down the NFL front office show. Yeah, man, great show. Love doing the show. We have a lot of a lot of hot topics. Um, you know, I haven't really gotten a chance to chop it up with you about Tyree Kill and stuff. So, I'm sure we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow on the I'll call it Cookout nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, shameless plug. But uh, get to the website, um, blogs, the interviews. I I haven't been writing. I've been kind of you know doing a lot of things. We've got a lot going on. But, uh, you know, we'll get to the website. Definitely check out The Finger Foods. It's a great episode with Sirius and his dad. Uh, go check it out. Shout out to our sponsor, uh, phiapparel.co. Use the, the promo code CHEFS uh, to get 15% off there. So, you know, love those guys over there. And, uh, you know, as always, man, we're doing great stuff, man. we got a lot of things popping. And, and you know, shout out to the, to the crew, TP Timeless, the host, the, the, the big homie, uh, Mike. Uh, you know, Dave and Nate doing the baseball show that's back. So we got a lot of things brewing, a lot of a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Uh great doing the show with you, Siri. Yes, sir, man. Such a pleasure to be back in the building, man. It's your boy Sarah talking about four one two to seven oh three. I'll be back in the building hosting this very show in two weeks next next Tuesday. We cross it over and 
Again, the baseball guys an opportunity to talk baseball, so we're going to be doing the baseball show uh, next week with, with Big Dave and Mike and those guys, man. They're, they're excited to get back in here and talk baseball. With that being said, well, we're going to be back in the building tomorrow. We'll catch you guys on the next one. We're gone. Sports City, Sports City, Chef, Chef, Sports City, Sports City, Chef, Chef, Sports City, Sports City, Chef, Chef, Sports City, Sports City, Chef. Kaboom, Sports City Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Uh-huh.